Get the old chimney sweeper Make sure the chimney is clear Time to get humming Santa is coming I love this time of the year Welcome to Molly and Pete Save Christmas. I'm Molly. I'm Pete. And we've had a very Christmassy weekend. This past weekend, yeah. we've done a lot of Christmas things. Yeah. So we've been working on our, our Christmas list of the things that we can safely do during pandemic Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, so we've gone to the Morton Arboretum to their light display that you drive through. We didn't do that this weekend. We no, I'm just, going, I'm just going back through the list, mm-hmm. checking it off. And then we went to Zoo Lights last weekend. I prefer Zoo Lights in that we get to walk around yeah. the zoo with the Arboretum. You just drive through. Yeah. Which is fine. They have it choreographed to the music that you listen to in your car, though. You don't get that with Zoo Lights. That's true. And you were so impressed with that. I was. <laughs> but Zoo Lights was pretty spectacular, and it was the most people I'd been around in a in forever, though. Even yeah. though it was a controlled amount of people, mm-hmm. it was still more than I've been around in a long time. We've gone to Zoo Lights pretty much every year. I feel like it's been a few years since we've been to Zoo Lights. Really? Yeah. You were mar- you marveled at the amount of lights. So I was like, this. Is, I think this is the same amount of lights. You think so? I feel yeah. like it went further back into... Like, you walk all the way to the south end of the zoo, and I don't remember... They did, it was different than it had been it was, before. It, oh, yeah, because they didn't have the, the section where you walk through with all the lights that are blinking on and off. Yeah, I thought it just kind of, like, ended at hook. that. Like, I thought it was just sort of, like, ended, like, in the middle of that southern section. But it went all the way back, the fu- the furthest southern end of the of the zoo. So we did that... Like, we had, like, a hot chocolate while we were there. You can, like, there's areas where you can sit and have, like, a drink. And there were still, like, like a bunch of drunk jerks <laughs> hanging out. Yeah. I'm like, this is still a thing. <laughs> Do we have to, like, go I back they to were this? Canceled, yeah. <laughs> and what else, did, what else did we do last weekend? Watch TV, put up the tree. Oh, I guess we we decorated. Oh, I know we did. We um we decorated our tree finally. Like when we, we got the tree the week before, um, so we got the tree on the day after Thanksgiving, and I put the lights on the next day. But we hadn't put the ornaments on <laughs> yet mm-hmm. for some reason. And every night we would be like, we should put the ornaments on the tree, and then we wouldn't. <laughs> Well, we did. We got it done. So we did it, and we watched um, old Saturday Night Live episodes, or oldish Saturday Night Live episodes that were like the Christmas episodes from that year. Mm-hmm. They're all available on Peacock. Yeah, we've watched a lot of Peacock lately, <laughs> but they're really good, and they're like, when you watch them, like the cast are... And like, you know how sometimes Saturday Night Live doesn't hold up, mm-hmm. or you remember it being funnier than it actually was? These were really good, and the cast, like every person on the cast was good. Yeah. It was, every sketch was funny. It was the year of, you know, Kristen Wiig, and Maya Rudolph, and Amy Poehler, and Tina Fey, and Seth Meyers, and Will Forte, and Jason Sudeikis, mm-hmm. and Bill Hader, and Andy Sandler, like, yeah. just like on and on, they're all... Stars. Yeah. So we watched like um we watched a Jack Black one. We watched a Justin Timberlake one. The Jack Black one was the debut of Lazy Sunday. Yeah. An SNL digital short. <laughs> as they used to it call it. It was very odd. <laughs> <laughs> and so last night we let me correct that. You were very excited that Bruce Springsteen was coming on because you had hopes that he would play Santa Claus is coming to town. So we had put this like we figured out this whole thing where like 
because you love the banter during Santa Claus is coming to town <laughs> and the banter with Clarence Clemens, who's, you know, no longer alive. So I know his like nephew is in the band, but we had a, we, we envisioned Keenan Thompson playing Clarence Clemens and filling in, like pretending to play saxophone. Mm-hmm. It would have been wonderful. And instead he just played two super. <laughs> Yeah, well, everybody knows everybody knows that song. Uh, so instead, he played two super depressing, boring, terrible songs from his new album. Nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> the only thing that's interesting about him is that he's seventy-one and he's taken a bunch of human growth hormones, so he looks younger than that. But it was just like at the beginning of each of his songs, you're like holding your breath, like, and then it's not. It's it's not only is it not it, but it's like the it's not even another like song that you want to hear. It's just like something really like depressing and new and i mean of of all years that we need something come on and i was thinking oh maybe he'll only sing half this song and then like break it down into santa claus's coming to town (laughs) or at the end you go right into santa claus like like they didn't even go to the rockefeller ring i mean maybe that'll be next week but you know like doing it the close do it at the closing credits or something come on give us something yeah i've always been a fan of bruce springsteen i was a fan when i was a kid i yeah. pretty much bought all his stuff up until maybe the rising yeah i haven't really gotten much into what he's been doing lately and i've like he has a new album and i've listened to a bunch of songs and they're fine and is I it all depressing no no but it's just kind of the trajectory are there that any he's bangers <laughs> i don't think there are any bangers but it's fine i don't think i would ever buy it um, cause I can just listen to it for free. <laughs> That's enough for me, but I'm a fan, I'm a fan uh, and a big enough fan is that like when I was a kid, we would get bootlegs of Bruce Springsteen shows when he would do shows, especially like if he would do it like, Oh, I got this bootleg of him doing a show in New Jersey in 1981. Mm-hmm. Like me with the counting crows tape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of times where like you'd get a bootleg and it would be like in December and he would sing Santa Claus is coming to town. There was always a big get like oh wow i recently looked how's up, he gonna sing it a little different i recently looked up on spotify i know it's a live recording and i know it's on one of the one of those a very, uh, merry, very merry christmas like the first yeah. one um i looked it up on spotify recently and it's like he it's from a show that he did in 1975 at cw post college in greenvale new york in 1975 that's like the recording that you hear oh it's um, that old on the light yeah how old was he then like in his late 20s yeah i mean he started when he was really i mean his like i think the debut album came out when he was in like 1971 75 was born to run i saw on twitter too that this is the anniversary of him recording santa claus is coming to town really let us down i don't know really know what that meant because it's a live recording and i i I don't think he just performed that one time but is is it the anniversary of that live recording maybe the one that the one at this college or whatever yeah I have bootlegs. I have cassette. TDK, <laughs> well, I think we got to think that tapes. that is like the main one, mm-hmm. the established one, and then you know, yeah, there's going to be other ones. But and I was, is this like a Lauren Michaels thing where he he knows everybody wants it and he's just not going to give you? Lauren Michaels should tell Bruce Springsteen that he has to sing "Santa Claus is Coming to Town" as his second song. You can sing your first song 
as your second song you have to sing santa claus is coming to town well when you know when when we watch those old saturday night lives and everyone's so good and like the cast now is so weak and the episodes are so weak but like we still watch it we always have to watch it yeah and it, oh and it's you know maybe there's one kind of good thing every yeah. week there's a couple of things that we that were yeah. pretty good yesterday but like people were going crazy that timothy chalamet was playing harry styles like that like blew people's minds <laughs> that was like a converging of two worlds and it like exploded and then we had like i had mentioned this too like they did a lot of sketches where pete davidson was sitting next to timothy chalamet which is not good like very few people can look good sitting next to Timothy Chalamet, yeah. but especially Pete Davidson, oh it really gosh. points out that. Ugh. I'm not. A, I'm, I just don't get Pete Davidson. I know that he's popular and people. Some people like him, but he, whenever he shows up on SNL in a sketch or something, I just I get bummed out that he's in it. And then when he does something on Weekend Update, which probably is more what he he's good at doing, yeah. this is a bit on Weekend Update. I don't find them particularly funny. No. No. Yeah, and like last night was full of like all the like people in the cast that were like, "Wait, that person is on this?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will say though the thing about the the old ones that we were watching on the Peacock network, they're edited. So they it wasn't the whole show. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's they, true. there was only a, a particular ske- these current, sketches. This current cast could never come up with an even an hour. Like they can't come up Yeah, no, an hour and a half is not good, but they can't even come up with an hour of yeah. good material going back to the christmas tree we were just kind of we'd come home from work and we just like sit on the sofa and watch parts of hallmark movies <laughs> and we were like should we put the ornaments on should we put the ornaments on and eventually we did and one of my great joys of putting the ornaments on the christmas tree is this one particular ornament I had no idea it's been so much <laughs> i was like where is the jesus with the guitar <laughs> and you had no clue like you had no idea were, what this like, i was i had like put all the you were so fixated on finding this ornament i had put all the ornaments on the tree and was done was like putting everything away and you're still like trying to find this one ornament so you well, started describing it too well, because i didn't know what you were talking about uh, i'm like ba- we don't have a jesus ornament <laughs> back up for one second the i would i put oh, yeah. i put my christmas ornaments up on the tree and then no, you, you didn't put your. I mean, you just put ornaments. Yeah, up on I put the tree. ornaments. So the while tree. you were looking for that ornament, I went and redid all yeah. the way. <laughs> so I was like, why? Why am I even bothering putting ornaments? Because I was like, I thought I put this right here, and I see it somewhere else on the tree, and I, I'm like, oh yeah, because you moved all. Well, the I like the good ones on the front, <laughs> and I like when they hang and don't touch another branch, and I like like making sure it's really balanced. I mean, I think they're all good. The ones that we've hidden don't even come out anymore, <laughs> like my old ones. They don't no, even—they're like still in the box. For some reason, you have a bunch of Santa bears, Santa Claus, <laughs> or um, snowmen, and a lot of cubs stuff. But they don't even make it out of the box yeah, anymore. Some Sometimes are, they don't even make it upstairs to put on the tree. So we only have good ones, but they're better. There's like be- good and best. Okay. So, <laughs> so I w- yeah. So while you were redoing all my Christmas <laughs> ornaments, I was trying to find the missing one, which is my favorite, which is Jesus playing a guitar <laughs> and you're like i have no idea what this ornament is i'm like how do you not know this, so you, this is like the best ornament you're that describing we have. this and we i know we don't have a jesus ornament that we do have one of somebody playing a guitar like a little character from um new mexico a little ceramic figure but you're like no that's not that one so you hold up this like santa this like <laughs> very ornate ceramic 
painted sort of Victorian looking Santa Claus ornament and you're like it looks like <laughs> this so I'm like I'm, I'm just completely perplexed like I have no idea what you're talking about and you're like I think it's one of your ornaments and I'm like no this is one of your or you brought this <laughs> ornament into the relationship I love it so much I love I love when this hanging this ornament up so much it's gone like where I knew that last year the guitar may have broken off of Jesus mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, maybe do we throw it out or do we put it away because it, it's broken yeah. and it doesn't, I mean, it like doesn't hang, but Jesus doesn't, is not holding the guitar. And you were, I don't have any Jesus ornaments. <laughs> and I'm like, I swear to God we do. So then whatever we, I forget about it. And then. The no, you didn't. You, you, I don't think you could even sleep that night. Thinking about <laughs> well, I thought about like the next morning when I went running. I, was, you, I think you told me it was green too. There was a color. Brown. A Brown. Okay. Brown. I thought you said it was anyway. The next morning, I was like, I don't think it was Jesus. I think it's an angel. <laughs> I mean, it was similar. Yeah. And I don't I was like. I don't think there was a guitar involved. I think it was wings. <laughs> I think the wings fell off. And then at some point, a few hours later, like the light bulb went off. I was like, Oh, I know what you're talking about. It was the. F- it could not. We need to show a picture of what it looked like it, with the Santa that you showed me because they couldn't be further from each other. <laughs> So it's a very like rustic driftwood angel ornament that I do know that the wings broke, but I know because it was made. So there was like a a, a wood carver um, in Tasuki, New Mexico, Ben Ortega, and then he has like children that have carried on his tradition, and so it's like a whole family of wood carvers. So just from going growing up going to New Mexico all the time and like I have these things and like I was really sad because I had a a bird one of his birds and I think Zuzu chewed it up Mm -hmm. and then this one broke but I would not have like thrown it away because it's irreplaceable and so I guess like his daughter makes them now but they seem to be kind of hard to get but yeah it's like a it's like a piece of driftwood with like some carving like very minimal carving in wings like that's that's it which i love it too but i had no idea it was so close to you and then yeah like the description couldn't have been further from what it <laughs> well, i know jesus with the guitar is not the same as the wings and an angel we really need to post a photo somewhere that's like a side-by-side comparison of these two ornaments <laughs> but we still don't know where it is we have never found the angel with the wings that this are is broken. like the john wilson episode where he goes to the convention of like people who, rem- who remember things differently than they actually <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My descriptions weren't the best for sure. But you having no idea I, of like the best ornament that we have. Well, it's just if you would have described it like it's an angel made out of wood, I, that would have I would have remembered it. I think you just derailed me by my the description being so off. This was like many days of of stress thinking yeah. about this. I cannot stop thinking about it. Often when I'm alone, when I'm running in the morning, the new thing that I have is that we run fairly early. And it's pitch black out. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm running on the path, been having this reoccurring dream of <laughs> A, somebody coming out and stabbing me, and then B, me tearing my Achilles and falling. And I don't run with a phone. So, I just think of myself in like the pitch black, freezing cold. 
laying on the ground, <laughs> laying on the ground, <laughs> having no, no way to get, like, help. having no way to go, get home. So or then you realize like someone would probably run by you who could like call nine one one. But then you were worried that you wouldn't remember my number to like let me know yeah. what's going on. And I remember the number, and then you kind of mocked me for like having to think about your number. But then you couldn't get my number right. <laughs> it just took me a moment to get it in the right You're order. Like, three three three. <laughs> I'm like no. Typically, I'm like alone with my thoughts, and so when I'm not thinking about being murdered or tearing my Achilles, <laughs> I think about the, this ornament, this mystery ornament. I'm sure it's somewhere. I'm sure I put it somewhere to repair it. <laughs> we'll post a Amongst picture. Amongst the things that the animals have destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I'm going to post a picture, but I guess I'll post it with the on the web. On the World Wide Web. <laughs> on the www. On your Tumblr. <laughs> yeah, so then yesterday, oh, let's see, I guess on Friday it was raining and we had t- we had like reservations to go to the the skating ribbon, the skating rink that's a, a course. Mm-hmm. And what which, which we've always, it's only been over for a few years and we've always wanted to do it. But the li- when we go, the line is always super long and it's like cold out and you don't want to wait. So now with COVID, they're taking reservations, which is great but it was rain it was really windy and raining and it just seemed miserable to go ice skating in wind and rain and like dangerous so we're i I met you at work and you worked just like a few blocks away from this and we were like well let's let's go see the tree the big tree in millennium park and let's just walk down and see and it was like my umbrella broke it was so windy and it was terrible and they say you get an email before your reservation and say like oh you know check our social media channels for any updates on weather and so like i went to their facebook page and they had an update like around one Mm -hmm. that they were closely monitoring the weather you know check back for more updates yeah it sounded like they'd only close if there was like lightning yeah because then like at five that same post is still up there um that they were closely monitoring the weather and they'll let you know and then i i commented like any update yeah you know pouring rain and windy or it doesn't seem safe to have puddles on the ice ribbon but nothing you know other people were commenting saying like can you tell us now because you know a lot of us have to drive in from the suburbs and find parking and things like that like look it'd be nice to know they didn't say yes it was open or no it was closed it just seemed like they didn't want to deal with cancellations and refunds or whatever they would do so I thought it was kind of crappy that they, I think that you should have been, you should have had an option to yeah. change the date. Yeah. So we, anyway, we walked down there and I'm like, let's just see if people are skating and people, like some people were skating and it mm-hmm. didn't look that bad. And like when, once you were down there, like kind of in it, it wasn't yeah. windy. I mean, it was wet. <laughs> yeah. It was raining. And not, sure. I mean, yeah. And it was like, I would say it was, it was like. A continuous light rain. Yeah. But the walk was the worst. The yeah. walk, for some reason, that like in the, you know, in the midst of all the buildings, the wind is like whipping and swirling and create the rain's coming sideways. But yeah, like when you get down into the ribbon, it was actually kind of nice. Yeah. So we got our, you know, we got our skates and we, we were kind of there at the end of our window because we hadn't really like hurried much, just knowing that there was a good chance we weren't even going to do it at all. We got our skates and and um, we're like we can just go around one time. And so once you when you first step on, you're like, oh gosh, it just felt really slick. With yeah. the I'm like I'm gonna have to hold on to the rail or give it a little penguin things as it gets up. <laughs> but after you sort of you got your bearings, yeah. I think we went around like five times. Yeah. yeah. And there was like no one there. There were like ten people there, so yeah. it was perfect. 
You of course, there was still like one hot shot guy, and there yeah. was like one woman on her own doing like figure skating. Did you see that? No, I didn't. I, I, it's funny that you say that there was a girl because usually it's always the, a guy. Well, the guy was the, the, like, hot, the shot, hot shot, and then the girl was doing yeah, like like an older woman doing like figure skating. <laughs> when you go to the Millennium Park and just it's just the circle. Yeah, you know, there's always somebody, there's always the, a hot guy shot. in the middle, or yeah. you know, super fast yeah. skater that's like stopping and all this, you know, like, like, yeah. the ice like little kids are falling out. down. <laughs> It was good. Yeah. And by, yeah, by the fifth time around, I just like, if it wasn't raining, I would have, I was like, oh, this is great. Cause yeah. like, yeah, I finally feel comfortable on the skates, you know, let's, let's mm-hmm. keep on going. But my pants were drenched. Yeah. We were really wet. So then we walked over to the tree, which we could never figure out how to get to the tree. There's so many, everything's like blocked off. Yeah. Since like all that open space of the park, they have it all blocked off. So everybody has to be on a one tiny little stretch of sidewalk. Yeah, I didn't really understand that. I mean, there must be some reason why it's all blocked off. That it seems I like the consistent thing with COVID is that the response doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so, yeah. And so we took our pictures and then we walked back and. And we went to Club Lucky to pick up dinner, which is another one of our traditions is to eat there because they're always really yeah. decorated for Christmas and old school. And that was fun. Other than like when I walked in to pick up our food, there's like people inside drinking without masks on. So I don't know how that works. Yeah. I don't know. Other than that. And they like when I opened the door, they were like shocked. <laughs> that seemed to be what I was supposed to do. Yeah. How else were you supposed to get the food? Do they <laughs> know. just know they can feel that somebody's outside know. and they bring it out to you? So that was happening. And then yesterday we went to we went to Lost Lake, the tiki bar here. And they had a they have a couple of things going on where you can they're always really decorated for Christmas as yeah, well. It's great. In a place that we go and um so they had cocktails to go and so they have a lot of like Christmas themed cocktails and then you can also buy their glassware too which is cute yeah and it's like the glassware that they use so what are they going to use next year yeah I know so we picked that up and it looked you know it was cute and decorated inside and then we went to so we usually go to the Chris Kindle market downtown and since that's not happening there's like a heavy metal bar in Avondale Mm -hmm. that has a booth at the Chris Kindle market and we know it because they are the only vegan options at the Chris Kindle market and so they sell German bratwurst sausages mm-hmm. uh, and curry fries and so they have vegan versions and they have like you got like a vegan bratwurst and then I got like a seitan thing and so we they're doing like a Chris Kindle pop-up outside like at a food truck outside of the bar in Avondale mm-hmm. so we had ordered our food we went to pick it up and then they had like the glue vine that you get at the Chris Kindle market and they had mugs that were like mugs that they had made for 2020 yeah. so it was it was like special we sat outside again in the rain with like the umbrella (laughs) above us and had a glue vine and they have like um a photo backdrop that you can take a picture in front of the chris kindle market and when you take the photo it really looks like you're there it's really well done yeah they did a good job so we were able to do lost lake in the chris kindle market yeah that place is incredible in that you walk in and the whole thing is nothing it's like a, a shipping outlet now yeah it was there were so many things that were boxed up for people to pick up i was like yeah. man they're doing really good business i'm glad that this is probably keeping them afloat for another two months yeah that's one thing's interesting that's happened with stores is like everyone shut down their store and it just became like a shipping and receiving hub yeah 
then they're like oh wait to open again we gotta clean this up mm-hmm. and then now i've noticed a lot of stores have like one of my stores rented out another space just for their people working on their website now yeah and they've had to expand in yeah like to have kind of more of a sort of a warehouse thing of shipping and receiving so yeah it's just interesting to, yeah to go into into that place that used to be just you know tables and chairs and now everything's pushed to the side and it's just inventory so yeah so that was checked off the list that was a lot of fun i highly recommend i don't I mean i don't know what's available as far as i know like the ribbon i think a lot of the stuff is like sold out already. i think the ribbon still had and then especially if you go during the week and morton added sometimes and maybe zoo lights has during the week or like 9 p.m spots available after the week after christmas maybe there's stuff available for the demon i'm, I'm not sure what it was that just yesterday they did that or no it's all that? the way through christmas and through christmas eve we got the two mugs the little boot the 2020 mug which is great and when you ordered it he was like yeah, these are a premium like i thought he meant like everybody wants them but then he, he meant that they were really expensive <laughs> <laughs> well they were like the same price as like the what the glassware we had bought at lost lake and i like it's funny because i don't like stuff like i don't like bringing stuff into the house right I, but it felt like we needed like a com- something commemorative yeah for I, this. I was kind of shocked so, because yeah normally I, i'm like don't i don't want anything like yeah you hate no. extra glasses just put it in my hand i don't even want anyone anything you got rid of all our coffee cups that have things on them you just have you know like your friends who design ceramics and stuff nice coffee cups but since we have a a chris kendall mug collection i felt like we needed yeah the 2020 and like he they actually had the one that's like the official one which was fine but it wasn't a boot and this was like this felt more i didn't even realize it was the current one it just looked like one we already have yeah like it was fun to have the, the one from 2020 yeah. that you're never going to forget. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I was like, as soon as I said, it, I was like, wait, this is this is a bad decision. <laughs> <laughs> so you had been you'd been noticing people posting photos of like crazy Christmas lights. There's been like a like people are really stepping up their light game, and so there's like neighborhoods that you go to to look at Christmas lights, which is something that you know that's not new, but it seems mm-hmm. like maybe it's more this year. Yeah, because you can just do it from your car. We, I haven't looked at driven around to look at Christmas lights in. A, like a million you know yeah. i don't know i feel like maybe since i was a kid i would always go by the house in logan square yeah i would not go drive through a, through a, through a neighborhood. neighborhood yeah so it's there's a neighborhood that's just west of us that I, i'm just it just boggles my mind i'm perplexed by this neighborhood it's all it's so suburban feeling mm-hmm. it's all these like huge like mcmansions with like big yards and very little sidewalk yeah um it's not very welcoming and uh i'm just like who is it it's like the location is terrible like it's not near anything i'm like it's not pretty i'm like who lives out here i think it's pretty i think it's i mean the houses are kind of weird the houses all look like they were built in the 70s but i think it's pretty lincolnwood is the area yeah i mean it's close to expressway i think metro is relatively close on, on central I think the schools are good. I think that people that still want to live in the city and yeah, I just the whole time we were driving around. I mean, I was like, oh, I like these lights, and then I'm just still like, who lives here? <laughs> this is the weirdest thing. And one of my friends in college was dating a girl that lived in Lincolnwood, and her dad was a dentist. So I just assume all dentists every dentists live in lincolnwood <laughs> it's like i want the charm of the suburbs but the property taxes of the city <laughs> i don't understand yeah. but 
the lights are amazing yeah the lights are great especially like you know like there were summers like everything was perfect and it was all like clear lights but we liked the the more like over the top ones and so there's one that's like a a tree that goes you see it looks like a tree base in the living room then the next half of it is in the like the room above and then it shoots out the top of the roof (laughs) yeah it's really and i guess it's that's been there forever and it's like people yeah go to see it every year so the outside have you know rain rain big reindeers and that there's like some houses that have like creepy santas in the windows (laughs) yes a lot of creepy santas in windows (laughs) and almost every house is decorated and then you go by one dark one and you're like how did they get away with (laughs) yeah and yeah there's tons of people driving around and we took the dogs and we're just gonna like just take them for a walk and yeah it's not very walkable they don't have (laughs) sidewalks really there are a couple other people walking but not much one Um, other person walking a dog but yeah it felt like we were breaking some kind of rule (laughs) it's hard to even like people aren't really parked on the street it was hard to figure out how to park because i wanted to take some photos of the dogs in front of some of the decorations and i felt weird about it but i was like if they wouldn't decorate if they didn't want people like taking photos and coming by and stuff so i did it felt like we were like the dirty city folk with our pit bulls (laughs) coming to the the fancy neighborhood where they don't want us (laughs) but it's so it's um it's lincolnwood so it's essentially between devon and pratt and central and cicero in through there yeah if uh if you have a car or whatever check it out it's it's pretty fun you're gonna have like driven by it on your the way to the expressway or the airport and you're like oh there's houses in there (laughs) so we did all this yesterday typically i do a chirp radio show every saturday from three to six but i knew that i kind of wanted to do all this christmas stuff so i had somebody sub this week for me and then next week, I don't know, I was at work, I guess, and I saw the music box popped up mm-hmm. where they were going to do It's a Wonderful Life and White Christmas, which we normally go to the music box every yeah. year for. They were going to do a drive-in version of... Which we'd been like, oh, we'd been putting that out into the into the universe, like, please do to the drive-in. So I saw it and I'm like, we got to go, let's go, let's go, let's go to the drive-in. So we got our tickets to It's a Wonderful Life next saturday four forty-five, and you were like you have chirp that day i'm like oh crap that's right i just totally forgot that i do saturdays three to six so i'm off next saturday as well which bummed me out because i was like i always love doing like the last show before christmas i do like a three-hour special christmas show i like i collect christmas songs all year you know i just mm-hmm. like, it's like one of my favorite things to do yeah you're known for it. <laughs> well, I've done it for 10 years, yeah. 11 years. Like, And your I, Christmas, your, you, it combines two things, radio and Christmas. There you go. Mm-hmm. Christmas Pete. So I'm asking the audience for some feedback here. Again, I don't know how they're going to tell me. But I want to know if I'm in the wrong or if I'm in the right on, on this to be perturbed. Because something happened where... I got really perturbed, and the more I think about it, I'm getting more perturbed. <laughs> when we were writing this morning, you were like, I'm still thinking about that. <laughs> so you've moved on from the ornament onto this. So so I do so I do it I do a show every Saturday from three to six on Chirp Radio, one oh seven point one FM. Tune in anytime. And there's this other guy that does a show on Chirp, and he does it from nine to twelve on Saturdays, and then he also does a show on nine to twelve on Sundays. He does two shows mm-hmm. for the weekend. Which and is I, unusual. Yeah, and I think it's just because of COVID, and I think some people can't do it, or they don't want it, they're not comfortable yet going to do it, so yeah. he picked up the slack um, to do the two shows. So it's like, all right, I can't do my show next Saturday, 
But this guy, he does two shows. He does a Saturday show and a Sunday show. I'm going to see, like, hey. And I see him sometimes begging to t- for people to take his yeah. take his Sunday show because you know, he's exhausted. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then, so I was like, I'm going to ask him to do, like, if I can do, like, do his Sunday show. Yeah, it seems totally rational. Like, I'll do his Sunday show for him. So I ask him. And then I don't hear back from him. And this is like a guy that's like extremely online. He's always posting on Facebook. He's always on Instagram, commenter on everything. A little bit too wordy, to be honest, on a lot of his stuff. So I'm like, that's kind of weird that he didn't, he hasn't answered me back. But I'm like, oh, whatever. He'll get to it. Yeah. So finally, last night, he emailed me back to say, you know, sorry that he's late getting back to me, but, you know, he likes doing his Christmas show, too, and he's prepared a bunch, so he's going to say no to my wanting to take his... <laughs> so that he can do two Christmas shows. So he can do Christmas shows. And I was like, okay. I just responded, okay, thanks, because I didn't feel like getting into it. Yeah. Like, I felt like that's really selfish. I mean, I know it's his shows. Yeah. He's been doing them. I understand. I know this. I've known this guy for 10 years. Yeah. I do this particular show every year. Yeah. Like, throw me a bone yeah you you can do your your normal his his normal show is saturdays he just is picking up this extra sunday shift yeah so it's just like like the more i think about it the more i'm like like annoyed that he hasn't given me this his sunday shift should i be should i be annoyed or as annoyed as i am well are you taking into account this this person and how they i'm sort of not surprised i guess i'm not surprised either but I thought that he would give me his yeah. extra show. I think that his Saturday show is his show. His Sunday show is like the extra yeah. that he's doing yeah. as a bonus. Yeah. It seems like he thinks a lot of himself to think that, oh, everybody needs to hear two of my Christmas <laughs> shows. <laughs> and again, ultimately, it's no whatever. It's no big deal. I don't know. Like if I was in the same position, if I was doing two shows and somebody who has been a DJ for 10 years, who is known for doing a Christmas show, like offered to take one. Oh yeah, sure. I still, I still have my one three hour show. I can get all my stuff in as opposed to doing two three hour shows. You know, uh, I'm sure there's other shows that are available. I'm like, no, there's not, unfortunately, because nothing else fits with my schedule. (laughs) Do you think he feels bad about it? No, I don't think he's, he's, he's not thinking about it as much as I'm thinking (laughs) about it. (laughs) But what's the, do you just have to accept it or do you mean like you'd go back to him and be like, hey, can you rethink this? No, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fight this guy. So I think just let it go. Yeah. You can have a Christmas show next year. I was actually thinking like, oh, maybe like he's, he's had a change of heart. He thought about it and said, you know what it would be a good thing to do instead of a selfish thing to do would be <laughs> give Pete his three hour Christmas show that he's been doing for 10 years. I think you're giving him too much credit. But then I thought, like, if he did that, what would I say? I'd probably say no. No, just, say yes. Say no, yes. because I'd be like, I'm, I'm just annoyed that your, uh, yeah, he your just made it easy. initial reaction was no. Yeah. No, it's like a weird thing. Unfortunately, all you fans that were going to tune in to my annual Christmas show <laughs> on Trip Radio are going to have to miss it this year. You know, I'll get like some long complicated email from somebody about something and i often just respond like okay thanks (laughs) and i always like think when i do that like does my like short response make them feel like they're being 
they're overreacting to something or they're making something complicated and make them like rethink like oh i need to chill out about this Mm -hmm. but probably not (laughs) (laughs) yeah maybe it's just too close to me like i was hurt by it yeah and i think it's not the correct decision in this time of 2020 when we're supposed to be nicer yeah and thinking about other people i just felt it was selfish but i could be wrong and he also might not think it's you know he might just think that it's does he seem apologetic like no no he might just be the kind of person that doesn't like he just sees things for what they are instead of like considering the other person's feelings yeah this is a person that i know yeah you started you know what i mean like you're looking at it from the perspective of a person that's like more sympathetic to people and more considered as opposed to just like no i do not want to do this yeah yeah so I'm not going to. I very well could be overreacting. That's kind of what I'm fishing for feedback. But to me, it just seems selfish. I feel like I'm, I'm good at saying no to things. I have no problem saying no to things. I'm, I'm not the kind of person who just like goes along with something or says yes, just because I feel like it might like hurt the other pe- person's feelings. Yeah. But then I really like agonize about <laughs> about it. Though. I still say no, but then I yeah. I really like I say like I'm I'm sorry like a hundred times to say no. What, whatever. I mean, it'll be it's fine. I, now I don't have to like worry about preparing a, a three hour Christmas extravaganza that I spend you know eighteen hours on. So <laughs> some free time. There's always another Christmas. I mean, that's the thing. Like I've been doing this every year. <laughs> For 10 years. Okay, but if you decide now to let it go, are you actually just going to let it go? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's over. I just, I I was hoping that I would get some sympathy. No, the assumption would be that most people would just be like, oh, yeah, sure. That's fine. You already have one. You need to take two? Yeah. It's just weird to feel like the world needs two of your Christmas shows, (laughs) I think. Ultimately, that's what it comes down to. (laughs) I just went to look at some of my notes for the podcast. And you know how, like, when you get a phone maybe with this new update you have this this page where it shows like a photo widgets widgets yeah Yeah, where it shows like an old photo yeah and then has the date and the weather and then the top stories or whatever what is that i don't know why this this picture always shows up in my (laughs) widget i I have like a gazillion pictures of dogs and cats and stuff like fun photos they never show up (laughs) The photo that constantly shows up on my widget is from 2018 when I was working for the Steve Cochran show. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Where we, would, where we would dress up for Halloween. <laughs> I don't even know what what uh-huh. under the sea. Was yeah. It, was I forget the theme of it? Because Mary Boyle, my boss, she's a mermaid, and yeah. like Mary Vandeveld, the traffic. She, I think, she's also a mermaid, and. Joe Romano, who was like the mm-hmm. technical director, was uh, octopus or something. Uh-huh. And, but me and Justin are like muscle men. <laughs> I think you're mermen. Right? Oh, mermen? Is that what we are? Maybe. I can't get rid of. Th- I have to delete this photo <laughs> from my phone because it always shows up on my widgets. It's it's a good memory though. Isn't it, it? I, mean, I, I mean, once every year it'd be fun to like, yeah. look back on it, but not every other day. And I guess another thing that we've been doing is watching... I've been forcing you to watch old television shows. Yeah. Well, a lot of times you'll make, you're making dinner and I can crank out a couple of Frasers. Yeah. <laughs> or I've watched... You're not a big fan of the 30 Rock Christmases. Or you are, but... Some of them. Um, it's the same thing, the same with, thing what, with Thanksgiving. You've you, just made me watch them so many times that I don't need to see it so again. So like I would crank out a Ludicrous Christmas 
or you know one of the other 30 rocks while you're making dinner so you don't you're not forced to sit through them but i was thinking about this where i'm always watching the office or always watching 30 rock you know how like there's like these old guys that are around and they always talk about the honeymooners like as their classic sitcom yeah oh i love the honeymooners that's the best show on tv <laughs> you know like they have a great christmas episode i feel that's what i'm turning into <laughs> yes yeah the office is my honeymooners yeah. and i will never stop talking about the office be yep. 80 and like all these young kids are like is this another guy this is a guy talking about the honeymooners yep. this is like the my old sitcoms are or like i love lucy or something. <laughs> right yeah. yeah this is what i've become yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna stop trying to force you to watch some of these old sitcoms or some, at least some I, just hold up better than others or i'm gonna still watch them but i won't i won't make a big deal out of it we've been watching some bob newhart because we like he has a really good thanksgiving episode and uh we remembered that he had christmas but it wasn't very good but now like because we like watching mary tyler Moore too and they weren't like all the seasons weren't available but now hulu has all the seasons of both of those shows available so we were digging into it and um yeah, there's a Christmas one, and it's not very good. Mm. And the the like, I love the Bob Newhart show, but mostly, I mean, like, I like Bob Newhart and I, and I like Suzanne Plachette, but I love their apartment and like we live right by the building that they mm-hmm. were supposed to live in. And there's just like a good seventies, whereas like, Lincolnwood had bad seventies vibes. <laughs> this is like good seventies vibes. And yes, yeah, so I just sort of like the feeling of it and the clothes and the furniture and everything. But what the consistent thing with Bob Newhart shows that he has really bad boundaries with his patients so in so many episodes and and emily looks very put out with this yeah in so many episodes he puts his his like ridiculous like his patients i don't think he's a very good psychologist or psychiatrist which which is he doing psychiatrist i think yeah um I don't think he's very good because his patients are so codependent on him. Like they go and see him every day and they can't like, they can't function. I don't know. Maybe this is like for comedy, but then like, it's like really affecting his marriage and his life. (laughs) Yeah. And he puts them first before anything with Emily. And like, you know, they're celebrating like Christmas Eve together. They're all excited and he has to leave to go and see his patient. And this seems to, every time we watch. Same thing with Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. Like he needs to set up, he needs to mirror some better boundaries for them and show them how to like be a better human and he's as big of a mess as they are you're trying to correct a 40 year old sitcom <laughs> it just really frustrates me that he's kind of a jerk to emily yeah. he always has to go and like he always chooses these he does losers yeah. over her so yeah did they ever get a divorce at the end of how does new heart end <laughs> it the, ends ori- with the well, original i don't know because the the second one ended with him waking up with emily <laughs> yeah, so they yeah. were still together yeah, that's true yeah classic finale we end veep we watched veep which, oh yeah the, yeah the veep was good so that was new that yeah, we added in i would add that to our christmas canon for yeah, sure that's good it's so funny i gotta get off talking about the office and 30 rock and such yeah they expand it we watched a fraser though that i don't think i don't think i had ever seen merry christmas mrs moskowitz <laughs> sort of familiar <laughs> i think that's one that i watch every year but i try to like, not involve you <laughs> <laughs> that, and just that theme song really cracks me up that that exists. Where, where, how's, it, where, how's it go? Tossed I, salads and scrambled eggs I for some hear, reason. I could hear the blues are calling. Tossed salads and scrambled eggs. I just think yeah. sit- sitcoms are so weird. Like the existence of them is just really strange. 
again, this is, I'm talking about a 20 year old sitcom. I, I was like, boy, these are really talented actors. Kelsey Grammer, David Hyde Pierce, and John Mahoney are like really talented actors. But yeah, of course they are dummy. Of course it was a good show. It was like one an Emmy every year for like yeah. twelve years in yeah. a row. Well, like and then like like Jean Smart was on it for a long time, and she won like an Emmy when she was like nominated for an Emmy this year. Like she that when she won an Emmy before was like for Frasier. I was like she was on Frasier. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Frasier was a particular a show that I watched when it was on. I think I might have started watching it in reruns. Sort of did. I feel like my grandmother watched it in reruns. I don't know, but I, I definitely haven't seen every episode. I guess we should just briefly go over the Chris, the Hallmark movies that we <laughs> watched. We've watched, um, like, completely watched one called Christmas She Wrote with Danica McKellar. And um, what's the, what was the guy's uh, name? Yeah. Oh, it's a good name. Neil? Daniel? Daniel's a WGN person. Well, I was like, this guy's sort of familiar, but he seems very soap opera and he dylan neal dylan neal okay he was like spent most of his career on bold and the beautiful and he's like very he's much older than her and he's like his her jerk boss from new york and then they end up together in the yeah. end it's very it's amazingly really uncomfortable Spoiler. um and then she's got this real creep boyfriend like ex-boyfriend that she hangs out with again when she goes home and she's uh a newspaper reporter as they always are mm -hmm. <laughs> in this one and the other one we're going to talk about <laughs> or columnist i guess this one hits close to home in that is this the one where a bunch of people were getting fired like they work in media and people are getting let go yeah, yeah. i was like i was like is this triggering usually <laughs> like right before christmas that is like a you know it's like a standard move and and media is like you get fired before the holidays so you've been through this and like this is making me uncomfortable to watch this <laughs> The fact that she ended up with the the guy uh, he's was so, gross. Uh, yeah, it was weird. How did that happen? And I didn't sense any chemistry between. No, them. he seemed like her dad. Like it was it was creepy, and she had a gay best friend mm -hmm. who started like seeing a guy during it. So that happened. We keep seeing like Lifetime has a same sex Christmas movie. We keep seeing this like pop up. So again, it's still it's always like white men that that's as far as they've expanded yeah. into this but it was fine it was just weird that the like their relationship was yeah weird. i could never get i could never sign off on that one and yeah then her like her high school sweetheart or whatever was such a creep yeah Ugh. and i like danica mckellar yeah i think she's like usually good in the, these ones and it was once again she, she was, was like staying with her her sister who was single and had a daughter that's always it's <laughs> always going on who owns a bakery <laughs> of course <laughs> what we really enjoyed was a little christmas charm <laughs> i couldn't understand this one either this is like the princess switch <laughs> okay so it starred ashley green who from like twilight the twilight movies and then my, one of my favorites brendan penny <laughs> who we always think looks like somebody but we can yeah, never figure like somebody out we know is. not yeah. even just a famous hollywood person like so a, a let guy. us know if you know <laughs> looks like <laughs> and he kind of looks like a baseball player in the 90s or something yeah. I don't know or like before or pre-90s like pre-steroids baseball player he's a newspaper reporter mm -hmm. he works for like the village voice sort of thing yeah. he used to be an investigative reporter there's something that happened there and she works in she makes jewelry and her dad is a is a jeweler her parents are divorced which was new 
she works at like a vintage clothing store with her best friend who's having a baby so there's like some business with that mm-hmm. and like one thing we really enjoy in these movies is when they have extras that don't speak so like they don't have to pay them <laughs> yeah. so like the husband of her friend from the vintage store like never speaks he just yeah. like nods and like oh they don't have to pay him as much if he doesn't speak she finds a charm bracelet in the pocket of a jacket that that um, at the store. And so the movie is about her trying to find the owner of it. He's writing a story about her trying to find the owner of it. And the whole time we're screaming, like, because they can't find the owner and his deadline's approaching. We're like, just write the story and maybe the people will come <laughs> Fine, out. Yeah. yeah. And it was ultimately very... He- um, anticlimactic when they found the owner but they just make these like these broad assumptions about the person based on the charms and like how they figure out it's just yeah. i'm just like what are how did what are you talking there's no way you have that knowledge in your head this was going to be for his christmas hero yeah holiday hero. holiday hero column and yeah. He, yeah he was a former investigative reporter but he did a big investigative piece but then he didn't like check a couple of sources and the whole like story fell apart yeah um so he's a little bit shaken by that so now he's just kind of doing these feature things they have the charm and they would look at the charm and like okay this is a building this must mean the building on 7th Street and 5th yeah. Avenue right by the Hudson River that they went to on Tuesday. And you're like, what? How do they jump to that conclusion? Well, the one was like, there's like a nutcracker and they're like, oh, this person must be a Russian ballerina. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so all right, they were at the Hudson. She's a Russian ballerina. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> but they, they found her. They found her somehow. I didn't, I didn't really understand exactly how they found her because they, they went to like some party. It kind of got muddled at the <laughs> like end. They had, they met at it like the girl always goes to this fundraising party but she yeah. wasn't there I, I couldn't i couldn't really i couldn't really stay with how they like figured everything out and found the woman they also next thing you know in, they're in this woman's apartment they lived in huge apartments in new york like with huge kitchens and she's trying to get him to like decorate for cr- things for christmas and um he's like you know doesn't want to but then turns out he has like boxes and boxes of christmas <laughs> decorations and then his boss is like pressuring him to decorate his desk more and yeah. i wasn't comfortable with how decorated desks are in hallmark movies <laughs> yeah like, they're how, how can you be productive with this and also like don't i don't think you're allowed to force your employees to decorate their desks for christmas <laughs> no i don't think you i don't think you should do that um and then like there's some business about how like his mom makes this like gingerbread village every year and they like go to help her and she looked like a she looked like a cyborg <laughs> <laughs> and she had like this really tight bun and it was like they um did it at like her church or something i'm like this, this is bun like her, the bun felt like a, she was like mennonite or something <laughs> like oh she's she goes to church so she has a bun at some point the guy quits yeah because or he realizes that they're not going to find it in time in so he like writes another had story write, had write yeah. another story because he's on a deadline and again we were both saying like write the story now yeah. and you could find the, yeah. per- the person will come She's out still, it's still a good story about this person finding the charm bracelet yeah yeah but it's because, you know, he stopped doing this because he's still impacted by his failure as an investigative <laughs> journalist. I was like, this is not the same thing as, like, mucking up two sources and ruining a whole story. I didn't really understand the connection that he was at, the trauma that he was feeling from doing the holiday hero uh, story. Oh, then- Brendan Penny. <laughs> but it was pretty, it was pretty good. <laughs> Wasn't it? Yeah. I also watched one. I think this was last weekend. I watched one that was like Ashley Williams and Paul Campbell that I hadn't watched before, like those two together. And it was something about like he was like a doctor who was going to go to Haiti or something. 
Or was that in this one? There's a doctor going to Haiti. He was going somewhere to be a doctor. <laughs> and she was like, worked doing at a hotel or doing like events or something. And like his friend had to have surgery. So they like together took care of the friend's child. Like that. Anyway, <laughs> there's that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Again, I've, I've said this a lot the last time. We watch a million Hallmark. 10 minutes of, of 12 <laughs> I watched that whole movie. Of 12 different I was very excited those movies. two people had one I hadn't seen. And then like when we're talking before the podcast, recording the podcast, you're like, okay, we're going to do this one. I'm like, okay, which one was this one again? <laughs> it's so hard for me to remember like what happened. And they're, they're mostly all the same. Yeah. So that's another issue. But I got really excited because I saw a commercial for the Hallmark movie app where you can like you can make watch lists and you can check off the ones you've seen i got very excited about this and we've watched so many i was able to check out check off so many of them do you get anything for this no just the pride of having <laughs> like you don't like accomplishment enter of having wasted <laughs> like we were talking to a friend about like being not being on social media and how like, you just feel like you like oh that was an hour wasted yeah. i'm like i just see all the two hours that i've wasted in my life <laughs> does hallmark see this and recognize you with anything it's like Strava <laughs> like for when you're Hallmark the, movies. When you're the, the mayor you get an award. of... You're, you're the mayor of Broadway <laughs> to Ardmore or whatever. Or Ardmore to Thorndale. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you can, like, follow people and see what they've watched. <laughs> like, you've reached... Like, Peloton will send me a thing. Like, you you have... Like, I think I've done, like, 10,000 minutes of Peloton this year or something like that. And, like, I got an award for that. Like, the Hallmark movie's going to be like... You, Hallmark is like, you've watched 10,000 minutes of Hallmark movies. <laughs> there, which movie was... Were we watching when you got so excited because it was the collision of two of your biggest interests hallmark and peloton was that christmas she wrote i think it was christmas she wrote where they were walking down the street in no New it was York. the it was a little christmas charm oh, they're yeah. walking down the street and there's like a peloton store that they walked and, like, by you were like, and oh. I was like oh my gosh there's like a big peloton like sign in the middle of them <laughs> then i got really excited last night because we were watching very brady christmas and it you know the opening scene i'd forgot is they're on stationary bikes next to each other I was like, the original ah. peloton. <laughs> but yeah like i had never seen you so excited about it that you jumped up you like grabbed your phone from the charger you came back you paused it you took a photo normally like when i get home like we dinner i just like can't move i'm so tired and i make you do like everything but this i had tons of energy for pausing it can make you get the right shot of the peloton and the hallmark movie it was weird too because like those movies feel like they don't exist in the real world so then to see something right. real yeah. was like shocking yeah we're excited for tonight. We're going to watch one called Unlocking Christmas, which I've decided I, I you can add this to the list of things I don't like. Like, I don't like royals. I don't like Santa. I don't like um, misunderstandings. <laughs> I don't like food fights or snow fight or like, I don't like, like messes. Um, <laughs> misunderstandings. Like when there's just a simple misunderstanding that could be like clean, like yeah, I can just... figured out really easily, but it goes on for the whole movie. Ugh. Well, that's the whole, that was the whole, that's the whole Merry Christmas, Mrs. Moskowitz. But there's, there's not a misunderstanding. There's like a, a cover up. Frasier. <laughs> Are we really going to explain this? I think we're good. <laughs> a woman, uh, a mom. He has to pretend to be Jewish. Yeah, yeah, okay. And then the most like Christian things happen. <laughs> that's all the Hallmark really that we watched. And did we watch anything else? No, like we keep trying to find like something new and there's not much. So I think we'll just have one we'll have one more. There. 
we'll have one more episode before the holidays, I guess. Yeah. Or before, I guess it's technically it's the holidays, but before Christmas. Well, we'll talk about unlocking Christmas because <laughs> it looks basic and that's what I like best. <laughs> All right. So then we'll uh, talk to you in a couple weeks.